0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Susanna Wickham, do you know this music, this bump music that we're playing right now? Susanna is the CEO of Paws Chicago. Somebody's got, there you are. I was waiting for somebody to push your phone on. You know that music? You know that bump music? Of course, the stray cat strut. Yes, exactly. You've got a few cats you need to find homes for, right? Yes,
0: we do. Hundreds of cats. Um, we're, we're hoping to adopt out 200 cats and dogs this week for our, our holiday adopt-a-thon, which started today. And that's double our normal amount of adoptions. So it's an ambitious goal.
1: Yeah, I would say Paws Chicago is hosting the fifteenth annual holiday adopt a thon. So you you that is an ambitious goal. Two hundred dogs, cats, puppies, and kittens. You need to find homes for them before Saturday, December seventeenth?
0: Yeah, that's the hope, because the more pets we move through our adoption program, the more we can take into our medical center from Animal Care and Control in Chicago and then also 13 High Kill States. So it's really important to us. Throughput is very important because we are the largest transfer partner of Animal Care and Control. So really the entire city ecosystem depends on us pulling as many pets and getting them adopted so that we can keep pulling more.
1: It's so true. And and when P.A.U.S.E. was founded... How many dogs in the city were being put to death every year?
0: Uh, Back then, it was 42,000, more than 42,000 in 1997, 25 years ago. And that number, we just re-crunched the numbers, and euthanasia has gone down by 92.5% since then.
1: So can you imagine how much money that has saved and how much stress because... People were in charge of euthanizing those animals and euthanizing over 40,000 animals a year. What an undertaking and what an environmental issue. And so, yeah, pause Chicago. They are my charity and it makes me happy yeah. when the holidays come around because I have hosted this adopt a thought in the past and it's fun. So let's talk about some of them. Tell everybody about Sylvie. This is the, the four year old Labrador, right?
0: Yes, and I believe that Sylvie was a mama dog who had been – we're getting a lot from breeders now. There was – not not intentionally, but we see a lot of animals that are um, being abandoned by breeders. And that's because we saw during COVID a major rise in the amount of backyard breeding. It was something people could do from home, and people were home, and there was great demand for animals. And what's happened is, you know, things – things shift all the time. The economy has shifted so dramatically. People now don't necessarily want to adopt a pet because it's become very expensive to get medical care for the pet. And so these backyard breeders are abandoning animals. And we're seeing a lot of mama dogs and a lot of purebreds. And that's something that in my time at PAWS
1: I haven't seen before. Yeah. And so I was reading about Sylvie because the breeder said, "Uh, she's just not breeding enough for me and drops her off pregnant. And so yeah. this, this mama needs a home. I assume she's already had the babies, right?
0: Yes, and that is the, the great thing about our foster program. And here's a, a plug for anyone who might be interested in fostering. We then will keep the litter with the mom for eight weeks while they um, nurse and eventually are weaned. And then at eight weeks, they become ready to be spayed and neutered, and they, re- they receive their vaccines, and then they can be ready for adoption.
1: So the Holiday Adoptathon starts today at Paws Chicago. It runs through December seventeenth. I love the story about Geneva, too, an eight year old Siamese senior cat, and and she has arthritis because her owner declawed her. That just makes yep. me sick. Do, is that outlawed yet? Can we put a stop to that, or what's going on with that?
0: We make sure that for our adoptions that we ask people if they intend to declaw, then we won't adopt to them. We counsel them, though, and we tell them why declawing is inhumane because it's really important to know. And we do see that, unfortunately. Someone I know just adopted from us a 10-year-old that had a botched declaw surgery and needed uh, a reparative surgery at pause. So we're very fortunate at our medical center to have this wonderful staff of surgeons that can do special ops and can take care of things like this. And one of the dogs um, at our adopt a today, so sweet, but she had a mass removal, you know, so it's uh, fairly common with older small dogs for them to have tumors and masses. And that's another thing that, you know, someone may say, this is more than I can handle and drop the pet off at animal care and control. We look for those pets at pause because we know that we have the surgeons that can take care of them.
1: Yeah, I just call them old dog bumps. My do- my guys, I've, I've got two 11-year-olds adopted for Paws, and they're starting to get the old guy bumps too, but it's not, <laughs> nothing that can't be managed. So if you have the the time, the money, the resources, and you have it in your heart, to give an animal, a home for the holidays, you can go to the Paws Chicago Adopt-A-Thon. Just go to pawschicago.org. Or you know what? Tell them about the foster program, because not everybody's ready to take one on full-time and forever.
0: That's for sure, and I I actually have a neighbor in my building, and they travel a lot, so they just decided to start fostering cats for us because they want to have a pet around when they can, but they don't necessarily want to commit to forever with that pet. Uh, The foster program is, is great because we always have a need for fosters. Some of our pets need medical care that extends over months, And they go into foster because they recover so much better in a home than they would in our hospital. Even though our hospital is great, it's still a hospital. So we love to put our pets. So, for instance, newborn puppies or kittens with their mamas will go into foster while they wait to be ready to to be adopted. Uh, So we adore our fosters. Some people foster to adopt. They're just testing out an animal to see how how things go. And then some people repeat foster, and those people are my heroes because they open their homes repeatedly, and they often have families and resident pets, and they make room for another pet um, just out of kindness and love, and it's extremely gratifying.
1: And you have somebody really kind because somebody's matching donations this month, right?
0: Yes, we do. We we have a match, and, and we encourage people this time of year, as as they're thinking about their end-of-year donations, to think about homeless pets. You can go to PawChicago.org. You can make a tribute gift in somebody's name, or if somebody lost a pet this year, it's a beautiful thing to make a tribute in their pet's name for them. Um, and then they get a card from us to let them know that the gift has been made uh, and, that, and that's something this time of year that you know, 40% of our uh, operating budget is raised in the last couple of months of the year. So it's really important when people remember us, it means a lot.
1: Well, thank you so much. I love what you do every single day. Good luck with the Adopt-A-Thon. I hope you find all of those 200 animals a home.
0: We do too. And we love you so much, Lisa. Thank you for being such a pet lover. You make a uh-huh. huge difference in the lives of pets in Chicago.
1: Oh, I love them. My house is full, I'll tell you that. We have the newsroom temperature check coming up next. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.